the CWR Talk Network is not just another talk radio network. We are the champion for important causes and issues like financial literacy. That is why so many people listen to the Lionel Shipman Shape Your Finances show. Lionel is a seasoned veteran in the finance industry, but more importantly, Lionel cares about people. He shares his vast knowledge of the finance world in a personal way that goes beyond dollars and cents with advice that makes sense. So let Lionel help you get your finances in order or avoid costly errors in judgment that may be devastating to you and your family. Listen to the Lionel Shipman Check Your Finances show every Tuesday exclusively on the CWR Talk Network at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, 7.30 p.m. Central. And hello, everyone. Welcome to the Lionel Shipman Shape Your Finances show here on the CWR Talk Network. And I am your host, Lionel Shipman. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight. And want to give a huge shout out to all of my regular listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in week after week, month after month, and year after year. And I want to give a huge shout out and a huge thank you to all of my new listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight. And hopefully you will become a regular listener going forward. And ultimately, I want to thank God for another day to make a positive difference in the lives of other people. Well, for all my new listeners, my radio show is a financial and life empowerment show focusing in on improving your financial outlook. But it doesn't stop there. I'm here to give you some life lessons. That means educating you in the other important areas of life mind, body, and spirit to help you live life to the fullest. So in a nutshell, I am here to help you. Well, we are here at, in, I guess, the midway of March right now, and I have to say I am celebrating, well, I celebrated a birthday on yesterday. I turned the big 5-0 on yesterday, so I'm very happy, very excited uh, for 50 years of my life, and I have to say that it still feels the same as 49, but I know that I'm a year, a year older, a year much more mature, and I'm so thankful to be alive and well uh, this day. For those of you that don't know, uh, I have my book available now. It's called Money Responsibly. I had it published back in January, and you can get my new book there on Amazon, or if you would like, you can get an autographed copy by going to my website, at shipmanconsulting.com, click on the Contact Us page and submit your request, and we will make sure we get an autographed copy in your hands. Now, remember, my book, Money Responsibly, is a useful tool for people who want to build a foundation and an understanding of the basics of money management. But it also kind of points out your money mindset. It kind of highlights how you view money but it also gives you some necessary uh, adjustments or some good tips, good information uh, that you can become empowered to control and manage your financial life going forward. So if you don't have a copy, I would encourage you to order your copy uh, directly from my website to get an autographed copy, but you can also go to Amazon and order a copy. Well, tonight we have a very special guest. Uh, many of you who 
may have already know may already know who he is. We have Mr. William Hong here tonight, and we've, we're going to have a very good conversation tonight. We're going to talk about his career and what he's doing now uh, in the business world and as a motivational speaker and coach. So stay tuned as we get ready to go into that segment. Now, for those of you who have any questions or any comments, the call-in number is 917-889-8078. You can call in with your questions and or your comments. And by the way, you can listen to all of my shows on demand. Uh, we're on other platforms now, so you're able to listen to us uh, at your leisure while you're working, while you're working out, or at work, wherever you are. And even while you're driving, you can listen to any of the past shows. Uh, you can catch those shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, Google Play, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Just click on the uh, CWR Talk banner and just scroll down to my shows, Shape Your Finances. Well, let's get started. We have a very special guest, as I mentioned at the top of the hour, and I want to go ahead and take advantage of the time that we have here tonight with him. Uh, as I'm getting ready to go through his bio and pretty much introduce him to all of you, my listeners. Mr. William Hong was born in Hong Kong and immigrated to the United States when he was in the fourth grade. When he was studying, while studying for his MBA from Marist College in New York, he submitted a 50-page research paper talking about one of the biggest online poker companies in the world, Amaya. He took what he learned about creating systems in the gaming world into the real world, improving work, health, and relationships. Have you ever gone from zero to hero and back to zero? This was the feeling he experienced after traveling and performing full-time for about four years. He was treated like a king after his initial rise from American Idol fame back in 2004. But as expected, nothing this good could ever last forever. At that point, he thought he made the rational choice by going back to school, get a degree, and to get a stable job. More than seven years went by. He could not settle for just a stable job. Well, I have to say, let's fast forward now. From speaking locally to small, to small groups to speaking to large conference, global conferences for corporations and associations, he learned how to market himself as a speaker. Effectively, just he realized that marketing himself as a speaker effectively was just as important as having a great message to share with his audience. And I'm very glad to have him here on the show tonight. Let's welcome with a big, big, huge applause, Mr. William Hung. How are you doing this evening, William? Oh, hey, you know, yeah, I'm doing amazing. Good, fantastic, fantastic. So good to have you here on the show. How are things with you this afternoon? Well, we, I am learning how to adapt to this new world, but I, I'm very confident that everything will be just fine. Same here, William. I know it's a, it's a big adjustment for all of us worldwide, and I'm quite sure that as we abide by the CDC guidelines and the medical guidelines, we're going to make it through this, uh, this situation that we're currently faced with. And our hearts and prayers goes out to all of 
those that are listening that may be directly affected with the coronavirus, uh, as well as the after effects of it. But uh, we're praying that we all come through this and we will be absolutely better on the other side. So, so uh, William, is, is like I said, it's great to have you here. And uh, I don't want to waste any time. I want to make sure that we can get as much information out, that maybe some things that people don't know about you. Uh, hopefully we will hit on tonight. So I want to go ahead and get started, if that's okay with you. Of course. Oh, perfect. Now, William. Now, we know you from from American Idol, and uh, I know, like myself, I've followed you through the years as well. Uh, what, what what were you doing before you auditioned for the American Idol? Kind of give us some uh, a little background of what you were doing before that happened. Of course. I was studying for civil engineering at UC Berkeley, but I wasn't happy, and I wasn't doing great. So I thought that my life needed to change. So one day, I saw a poster for a school talent show at the Clark Kerr Dormitories. I figured, why not? Let, let's go for it. Let's try it. Okay. Wow. So, so, so you were not afraid at all of doing that? Well, I, my parents and I have been singing karaoke since I was 10 years old. So I've been singing for a long time. Uh, but I don't know how how I would have done. So, yeah, I just thought I should try. And the way I wanted to go about it was uh, during that time, I uh, listened to Ricky Martin's songs. And something about his songs stood out to me. Like, it's very upbeat, Latin. It's different from what I heard compared to most of the songs on the radio. So And one of the songs that stood out to me was She Bangs. And, and that song is, like, it's so catchy. It, it, it like uh, I saw the music videos how he has he, he's standing with all the ladies. It, it's so yeah. uh, uh, enjoyable. That it like feels good to do it. So yeah, that's why that's why I chose that song. And then I ha- I didn't ha- expect anything, but somehow I won the talent show. I won a DVD player. Wow, fantastic! That's something that I didn't know. I didn't know about that. So so from there, how did you? come to audition for American Idol. I mean, walk us to that step there, going from the talent show to the, to the American Idol audition. Well, a few, a few days later, uh, Fox News talked about how we can show up for the audition in the San Francisco area. So I did. I showed up at a huge baseball park with over 3,000 people. Uh, and, wow. and then, like, somehow... From the, uh, I auditioned in front of the staff members and they let me through. They told me to come back the next day. And then I auditioned <laughs> in front of the producers and then eventually I got to see Randy, Paula, and Simon. Oh, fantastic. I know that was exciting. I mean, to see those three, I'm quite sure. Yeah. Good. So, so share, share with us. Okay, so you did the audition. And thereafter, share with us, how did your world change? I know that your whole, everything about you around, around William Hong just totally changed. Uh, can you share with us what happened after that audition when you walked out and what happened going forward for the next couple of days or next few months? Well, there's a four-month uh, time difference between the physical audition and when they broadcast. 
my audition. So after I walked out of the room, I thought that was it. I just go back to be a normal student. Nothing happened. But four months later, I saw myself on TV. And then right after <laughs> they broadcast my audition, Fox News uh, anchor John Beard said, William Hong is the worst singer ever. Oh, and then wow. I got hundreds of emails from random fans and then Entertainment Tonight and Ryan Seacrest show. And that's how the whole the whole world uh, holiday, the whole entertainment career started. Just from those emails, I took I took those opportunities, and then uh, a, a bunch of fans in my school like gave me the support. It's like, William, I love you, William, you you inspire me. So yeah, so my I would see my fans like it's all of a sudden it's just like overnight celebrity. Wow. Now how, now how did you handle that? I mean to go from you know, from being who you are to now, everybody's kind of knowing your name, and 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 when you go in, people are shouting your name. How did you adjust to that? I still feel a bit, a little bit awkward to this day. <laughs> it's, it's kind oh, of weird. The, the, the reason is because I I always kind of see myself more like a normal guy, like a, like a next right. next na- next door neighborhood kind of guy. Uh, I uh-huh. didn't see myself as a celebrity yet. Wow. So so how so how did you shift your mindset from being just the uh, the guy next door to the guy who I want to get your autograph and take a picture with you? How how did you make that <laughs> mind shift? <laughs> how did you make that mind shift? Oh, well, I I just I just thought that I you know I should be nice to my fans, uh, and okay. and I, and actually it actually uh, it actually paid off you know in a big way because because I because I wouldn't be where I am today if I didn't do that. That's good to hear, William. Uh, you've I I've, I put it like this: I've never heard a negative thing about you uh, as a celebrity. I mean, of course, you know, there are some out there that, uh, unfortunately, their reputation precedes them. But uh, I've heard only positive things that, you you know, take time with people. You enjoy talking to your fans and all. So uh, we really appreciate that, uh, that you were like that and that you're still that way even to this day. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Now, now, what were some of the benefits that came as a result of the American Idol? Well, the biggest benefit uh, initially was uh, I I thought that um, I living this dream life, I was able to travel and perform all over the world, like like uh, Malaysia, Singapore, Hong Kong, I, even Iceland. They invited me to perform. They would pay me everything, pay me a big, big fee. It's like it's incredible. It's like wow, I I I I could do this for the rest of my life, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 how was it going? You know, being you know the guy next door. Now you're you're famous, and of course you're making uh, more money. How, did did money change you in a way? Did it did it shape you in a in a in a negative fashion? But uh, did it shape you more in the positive manner? Well, that's a that's a that's a really uh, that's a tricky question uh, in a way because because hmm, how do I put this? 
Well, I look I look back at the at the at this whole journey. I think the, the you know initially as a college kid, yeah, I just thought, wow, having a lot of money is really nice. But like right. like really looking back at it, the biggest benefit is able to I'm able to uh, inspire people in in my own unique way. It's like it's okay. like for some reason, uh, uh, when, I, when a lot of people think of my name and hear my name, they think about someone that inspires them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, so that's and, a good thing. Oh, oh yes, it's an excellent thing. I mean, so 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 with that, what what advice uh, can you give to someone who is uh, seeking fame to seek, you know, on that celebrity scale? What advice can you give them based upon your experience? Well. Here's the thing. I also want to talk about the part about uh, like like managing money, uh, because because I did make a lot of money, but I wasn't to the point where you know I have like a hundred million dollars to my name, and then I could just retire for the rest of my life. Uh, right. So I, I wasn't I wasn't like that rich either, but but I did make more than I expected. To, uh, you know, I I was able to pay off a lot of the debt and loan for my parents. Um, you know, we, we own multiple uh, condos. We, we, we save the money. We invest the money. We, we are in much better position than, than before. Oh, fantastic. And, you know, if more people uh, would have that mindset, I mean, here, even with my show and even as a financial educator for many, many years, I think it's, it's right. important to learn, to, to learn some good, sound money skills but to also to pass that down to your family and to create, a, I call it create a legacy of being able to, if you can clear out and pay off any debts and then you, you, you set yourself up for retirement or have some money set aside for retirement for investments where you're able to make money as, you have, as you're having money. I think that's a very key thing. And I know with, you know, you hear some of the, the stories of celebrities that they have spent all their money and they have nothing to show for it. I'm glad to hear yeah. that. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that you you did some uh, wise things with your money. So that that's a positive right there. Yeah, the, the, I, I, the, the big, I would say the biggest lesson I learned is not how much you make, it's how much you keep. And I agree with you. Because that's where it counts. Because you can make all the money in the world, but if you don't have any to keep, it it, it it's not even worth it. So definitely, yeah, yeah. So so now you are a motivational speaker, coach. So mm-hmm. what, how, what prompted you? Uh, what influenced you to to leave? Not necessarily leave the celebrity part, but to what prompted you to go into business for yourself? And if you can kind of shed some light on what you do and how you got into doing what you do. Yeah. So, so like after the first four years, my entertainment career slowed down. And then I thought it was time to go, go back to school, get a day job. Uh, I, I got a really nice uh, government job, you know, pay a decent amount of money. Uh, and that's why for many years I, I stuck around. But I feel like, I'm not living my truth. I'm not living to my fullest potential. It's like it's just like, the way I see life. And I know people, the listeners don't have to agree with me. Everybody's different. But to me, like I feel like I don't want to have regrets later on in my life. Uh, I want to do some something that only William Hung can do, not the average Joe can do. 
I li- I like that. I like that. So so you've kind of discovered your purpose. Yeah, I mean I mean it's, it's the whole the, the things I I'm doing evolves over time. But but I think I think what what uh, really gave me that burning desire was like is to figure out like, what what is my unique value what it, what is what, what 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 can I leverage from my skills and talents uh, to to you know to make the world uh, to make a bigger impact in the world. Fantastic. So so kind of tell us I guess a little bit more of what you do as a motivational speaker and as a coach. Yeah, so so, the, so I, I mean, when I first started working for the government job for the sheriff's department, I I thought it would be a a really fun, exciting job. I think about like like, like crime scene investigation, CSI on TV, but it uh-huh. turned out that that all I'm doing is I'm processing the the police reports about rape, murder, burglaries to extract crime data. Not exactly what I signed up for. So, so I so I feel like I need I need something outside of my uh, government government job. So I found a Toastmasters club right across where uh, my my work, and that's where I started my speaking journey. Initially, I just thought speaking is something that's fun to do. It gives me uh, that chance to perform. It's like because you, as you might know. Uh, Toastmasters, uh, you know, every single meeting, what they, what the, the, one of my favorite parts of the program is called Table Topics, when each person gets to do their two-minute speaking karaoke. Ah, interesting. So I'm quite sure you excelled at doing that. Uh, I'm actually not that good at Table Topics. It's something, it's a skill that I have to work, on very, work, work very hard on to improve. I'm all. I'm pretty. People say I'm pretty good at the prepared speeches. So yeah. So that's why I feel like you know may, maybe there's something there that I can explore. So that's why like like as um I would say after like four or five years in there, so I I started uh, doing like the first major keynote for the Asian Real Estate Association of America, uh, and that's how and that's and my one of my friends got me started. It's like wow. 300, almost like 300 people were on their feet. They were so excited. They were cheering, yelling. It's like, wow, what an atmosphere. And so once I've done the first one, I want to keep doing that. Okay. Oh, fantastic. So, so, you'd, so you speak, well, I say uh, not just domestically here in the States. You speak uh, across the waters as well, right? Yeah. I, I, I got invited to speak in Canada and Singapore. Oh, fantastic! Cool, fantastic. So, so are you doing? Uh, can you kind of share? Maybe do does I give you a good question? What other talents do you have then that we may not know about? Any other talents or any other aspirations uh, for William Hung tonight? Well, uh, I I I think that that's I'm pretty I'm pretty good at speaking. Uh, but I would say that maybe I'm even better at uh, coaching, uh, and I, I haven't really thought about coaching until like last year. But I I finally realized that because um, I can I in the Toastmasters meetings I consistently win the best evaluator award, and people say that oh can you be my speech evaluator? And I realized well that's coaching. <laughs> so, so, so like I haven't really thought of that you know, as a business, a potential business. 
But I looked at, right. I, and, and then I, and then last year, I feel like I needed like another source of income. That's why I, and I, need, I need something else to do, right, in order to right. uh, have a great living. You know, so yeah, that's why I, I got into coaching as well in, for storytelling. Uh, and then the, the last hidden talent uh, that I mentioned for tonight is actually poker. I actually spent the last 15 years playing poker. Playing poker, ah. Oh wow, that's yeah. right. I mean, I, I, of course. So, so, so now, so that takes you. Uh, you travel with that. I'm quite sure. Yeah. Okay. Good. Uh, if you don't mind me asking, what's the biggest jackpot you won? <laughs> uh, I have. I, ha- I have not won any jackpots, but I remember okay. the biggest cash I had so far. It's like twenty five thousand dollars for a two hundred fifty dollar entry. That was insane. At the, it was at the real, so that was so insane. Oh wow, that's that's a pretty good return right there. I think. <laughs> yeah, I came from a poker tournament, so yeah, so that was the, that would be my biggest score. Okay, perfect. Now share share with us uh, what are some of the challenges that you have faced or you're currently facing along your journey? I mean, from, you know, from starting out as the person next door to the American Idol to now motivational speaker and coach, what are some of the challenges that you have faced along the way? Wow. Oh, so, so many challenges. Uh, I would say that throughout my earlier years, the biggest challenge was that I didn't know uh, how to handle all that fame and, and notoriety uh, because I didn't see it as an entertainment business. Yes, it was a business, but I didn't see it that way. I just thought that, wow, I keep getting invited. I keep getting in, uh, paid you know, to perform everywhere. Uh, so there's nothing else I need to do. But looking back at it, maybe I should have treated more like a business. Maybe I should find an agent I can trust. Maybe I should build my brand some more back then. But it is what it is because back then, not that many people were, were willing to take a chance on me. Um, I'm very grateful that Koch Records gave me that chance, you know, the $25,000 record contract, because, you know, yeah. everything had to start from somewhere. Uh, I'm right. grateful that I, ha- I have my parents. You know, they, they, they were the people I was – uh, I, I felt like they were the only people I could trust. I remember there was, there was one other agent, uh, like a lawyer back then, uh, when I was a 20-year-old kid. Uh, he said that, you want me to be an agent? Well, how about this? I want 40% of your lifetime earnings. I was like, wow. what? <laughs> 40% of my lifetime earnings? I might be a college kid, but come on. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're no dummy. <laughs> wow, that's 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 some nerve to come out of the pocket to say that. I mean, to demand, I guess, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so I would say that the 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 earlier cha- the early challenges would would be like like uh, make make sure that you uh, you handle the contracts very carefully. That's the biggest part that a lot of people, um, you know, get. Like I was, I heard like many a lot of news around the world for the entertainment industry, where people mm-hmm. signed like the bad, the bad contracts, work with bad people. That's how they they think, right? It doesn't matter how All much right. you've been making. Just it only takes one or two cases where 
something goes wrong with your contract or agreement, and then you all, you you somehow end up owning like millions of dollars somehow. It's like what? How did that happen? <laughs> right. Oh yeah. That 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 would definitely freak me out if I uh, did something like that. But but you but you hear it all the time, uh, either in the music industry, entertainment business, uh, and you're right. You have to be so careful of the people that you trust. Uh, you know. Yeah. You want someone who's knowledgeable, but you want someone who is who has your best interests at heart, and who is there yes. to help you and not hurt you along the way. Yes, I agree. So that would be the yeah. biggest challenge I faced earlier. Uh, I'm still I'm still very vigilant today, but it's not as that it's not as challenging as before. You know, I think the people that I meet now, for the most part, have been really good. Um, like like really, really helpful, very nice people. So yeah, uh, I would say now that the, the the current challenge is to figure out how to adapt to the new world situation. Like like you know because of the coronavirus pandemic, um, uh, everyone including myself uh, is in lockdown mode. You know uh, we couldn't right. go out. Uh, a lot right. of my uh, live speaking events got canceled or postponed. Uh, all right. the casinos, live casinos are closed, and that there, and there goes my main sources of income for this month. <laughs> like, oops, all of a sudden, it like, goes out the window. So yeah, right. now I, so that's how now I need to, you know, kind of like like how to say, it? take some time, take a step back, and 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 then mm-hmm. figure out what else can I do to leverage my skills and talents, and then still make that uh, positive impact right in the world. Like how do how do I you leverage my my skill to inspire people, my superpower, right? To inspire people's communication and take it to the virtual space. Oh, cool, great. Now I have to ask this question: yeah. What is one What is one thing that you would change about your life if you had the opportunity to change it? Ooh, ah. What is one if thing you? Uh huh. Go ahead. If I were to one thing about my life, I would probably not marry somebody so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, William. Tell us a little bit more about that. Okay, so you married somebody yes, quickly. Yes, I know. Yes. So what? So uh, after my like the first four years, after I got my job, you know, made decent amount of money, uh, I my parents wanted me to get married. You know, they wanted grandchildren before I did. Apparently, they were like, they were like, come on, come on, meet this girl, meet that girl. And then, and then, you know, you know what happened? My my dad pretended to be me on a Chinese online dating website. <laughs> you kidding? Come. <laughs> I know, right? So he was looking. He was talking to all these girls. I was, and then my, I, and I was uh, t- telling my dad, like, "Wait, what are you doing? <laughs> and, and, isn't that me right there?" <laughs> and then my dad, said, uh, you, "Well, I want you to find a good girl. Uh, uh, so, so here's her name. Uh, I think she's a really good person. You should talk to her." So I don't know what it was. I, I, I was. I, so I, I did, uh, and I thought she was a good person. Uh, so right. I flew all the way to China uh, to date her for a week in China, and then we got yeah. married. Yes, just one week after t- dating her in China. Isn't that crazy? Wow. 
That wow, that's very interesting there. <laughs> <laughs> wow, so 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 what happened if you don't mind me asking? So t- t- tell us what happened. Sure. Sure, of course, of course. So I, 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 I for some reason I thought that, you know, maybe it you know, there is a happily ever after, like Hollywood, right? But of okay. course it only exists in Hollywood. So after about ten months, uh, we we divorced, and then I saw like 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 a, a total failure. You know, she uh, she want she wanted every piece of me. Uh, she it was there was litigation. It was painful, but oh, but wow. I but I look back, but I look back at this whole experience. I don't have anybody to blame but myself, because I didn't take the time to fully understand that person's values and vision. Okay. Those are key points: value and vision. So, so she was not. You guys were not on the same page when it comes to that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so that, so that's that's why the one thing that I would change about my life is is to not carry up and bury somebody. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good piece of. That's a good. That's some good advice right there, William. <laughs> Very good advice. Gosh. All right, so while I'm on that question, I have got another question to ask you. Uh, yeah. What if you could start over again? What would you do differently if you had the opportunity? Let's just let's go back before uh, American Idol. If you could start over again, what would you do different? I I I think what I would do differently would be explore more possibilities besides the traditional engineering, doctor, lawyer, scientist. Because back then I didn't know any better, but now there's so there are so many possibilities. We don't have I don't have to fit into that Asian uh, uh, stereotypical um, expectation. Right, I don't mm-hmm. have to be an engineer, a lawyer, a doctor. I could be a gamer. I could be an artist. I could be a, some kind of creative entrepreneur. But uh, but back then I didn't think about all those things, and that's why I I went on these you know so many different paths to figure out where I was supposed to end up. And I still don't know where I end up yet with, with this whole world changing so quickly. But now, mm-hmm. but now at least I'm more I'm more open to exploring and learning new things, and then I'll I'll find my own best path because at the end of the day, nobody can tell you what the best path is. They could give you suggestions, they could give you advice, but you have to experience it, and then you have to decide for yourself. I I love your response there. Uh, I I do a lot with uh, high school students. And uh, especially in the area of finance, but I also do some life skill training as well. And I often mm. talk about, I often talk about creating your own path beyond high school. You know, there are yeah, some I, uh, students. Yeah, there are some students that they are destined to go to college. There are some that are right. destined go, to go into the military. Uh, there are some right. that are destined to become an entre- entrepreneur for them for their own, for them for their uh, for their own sales. So you're right. right. You have to do, you have to figure out what path uh, you're going to take, and don't limit yourself because, like you said, there are so many different possibilities, so many different opportunities out there. But we have to explore those to see what would be best for us and and our own individual path. 
Yeah, I agree. When we're talking about the high school kids transitioning into college, you know, college is still uh, could be very valuable for many people uh, that want to transition into a more traditional career, whether it's finance, whether it's nursing. But I, I but I would say now, the, based on the way things are, I, I would I would encourage the the high school um, students or the people, the teenagers listening, you know, to think about. Is there a different path that could be better? Because because what I found uh, the last couple of years, self education, like for example, just taking the right online coaching classes, online education uh, platforms, right? It could be much more uh, efficient in terms of not mm-hmm. just saving a lot of money, but saving a lot of time. If you want to learn specific skill, just such as how to be a, a great cook how to be a great uh, video game streamer on Twitch. There are, you don't need to, I don't think college, may, college might not be the best option for you. Right. I agree. I agree. I've, I've had a number of different students that uh, they were great with their hands. They, they are hands-on. They like to build things. They like to put, uh, make things. And mm-hmm. I, I always guide them, you know, learn a trade where you can use your hands. And then you have some that mm. they like to explore with computers and com- the computer world, the IT world is huge. There are so many different areas and different uh, uh, opportunities within the IT world. And, you know, and then yeah. I, look at, I look at my own children, William. I have a, my oldest daughter. Uh, she's at Boston University. She wants to become a dentist. And my youngest yeah. one, she's a senior in high school. She wants to be a nurse. But we talked yeah. about a number of different things, a, do- a number of different options for them, you know, and I let them decide. We explored right. opportunities, but we said, okay, if this is the route you want to take, then we will steer you toward that route. But you have to let us know what you're thinking, explore on your own to figure out what you wanted to uh, want to do. So, yeah. 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 Thank you for those words. And, and hopefully all of the teenagers, because I do have a number of, I call them young adults uh, that listen to Mm -hmm. my show. I hit on those things often when it comes to uh, preparing for the future. As a matter of fact, I will have a guest on uh, next week where we're going to talk about that a little bit more in depth, talking about the different paths that high school students can take other than just the college route. There are other routes, other yeah. possibilities, other opportunities that are available out there. So thank you. Thank you for yeah. uh, giving some, uh, some talking points regarding that. No problem. Okay. Yeah. Got, got another question. Uh, Want to seeing that you started out, I know you said that you love, have always done karaoke and you love Ricky Martin. Have you, I think uh-huh. you had the opportunity to perform with him, right? Yes. Yes. It happened like two years ago, finally at Monte wow. Carlo, Las Vegas. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And I bet that was exciting. Yeah. Life changing experience. I, it, it still uh, feels very surreal. Oh wow! So 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 were you? Were, did you feel like uh, you know how right now you're a celebrity, but now you're having to now you're being able to perform and meet the the person that you can you know your celebrity. So so how was that when you first met uh, Ricky? 
what did you say? What do you do? You got to tell me. Oh, uh, so, so so the way I, I the first time I met him, I was I was like really impressed by him. Like my friend uh-huh. and I uh, went together to 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 see him. Uh, he's so nice, so genuine. You know, it, it's like. It's like, it's like this wonderful guy. It's like the presence. Uh, I, I, it's hard to describe it, but if it, it feels like, yeah, it, it, I'm not sure where it is, but I, I could say that like I'm very grateful to uh-huh. finally meet him uh, and shake his hand in person. Oh, perfect. And say cool. thank you for 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 putting for making that song. And then, and then, and then, my friend afterwards said, "Like maybe he should thank you for for for, for, for making she bang such a big hit." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you made it a hit again for him, so that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So, 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 so you <laughs> able? Son, but it was amazing, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you're able to get there on the on stage with him and all that. That must have been very exciting to uh, perform with him with the song that you that you love the most. Uh, from him, so that's. I know you had a great time yeah, yeah. doing that. Now, was it yeah. a one night? Show? Was it a one night show, or you did it a couple of nights or something? How was that? Um, I was. I was just one night uh, for like a special okay. guest. Uh, he was there for about a week. Okay. All right. Let me ask this question: Is there anyone else you would like to perform with? I'm sure um, if I get the chance, I would love to perform with uh, Elton John. Uh, who else? Barry Manilow and uh, maybe Phil Collins. Oh, see, oh, cool. So, so I'll put it like this: you like the veterans as opposed to the new age, and that's that's no hit against all my new age performers, but uh, uh no, are... no, 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 I mean, it, 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 it's just a back then, I, I, pref- I have those songs in my albums, so it'll yeah. be, it'll be a really fun experience to see what it's like to perform on the same stage. <laughs> ah, cool, cool, well, hopefully one day you'll be able to do that, will you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. So, so, what's What's new on the horizon? I know with all that's going on right now, that's kind of uh, has put a halt to a lot of things that we are wanting to do. I mean, even for myself, because I do a lot of speaking and a lot of things that I do are on hold. But what's, yeah. what's on the horizon? I know, I know that you're, we're all having to kind of reinvent ourselves uh, around what's going on. But are there any new things that we should expect uh, from you, just say in the next six to 12 months, anything new on the horizon uh, that you would like oh, to yeah. share with us? Sure. So, so uh, I pub- I, one of the new projects, I, I actually published my book called Champion by Choice. Uh, it, the physical copy is already uh, out available. Uh, it was uh on and it's, it came out on October last year, so okay. like I'm working on an audio book right now, so that should come out later this year. Okay, perfect. Oh, fantastic! So, so, so the book is already out. Yes. Okay. Where can where can uh, listeners where can we get a copy of the book? Yes. Uh, so they can go to my website willhung.com. Or they can find it on Amazon. Oh, perfect. All right. Good. Perfect. Okay. 
Now, as we're coming down to a close, now, uh, seeing that you are a speaker, and I know that with uh, we got, our economy is definitely going to bounce back, and things are going to hopefully be even better once we uh, come uh, come to grips and get everything under control with the coronavirus. And hopefully mm-hmm. we can get a vaccine and people are, their health is restored and businesses will come back. How can people get in contact with you if they're wanting to reach out to you? If you can kind of give maybe your website information again or any type of contact information. Yes, of course. So the, uh, the best way for people to get in touch is to go directly to my website, willhung.com. Uh, that's where my contact information is all there. Uh, you can also reach out to me use, using social media, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram. Okay, perfect. All right, perfect. All right, well, William, I have to say it has been a delight, been a pleasure talking with you tonight. Um, uh, it's it's I really enjoyed the conversation. Oh, thank you. That was fun. Good. Good. Go oh, great. Good. Well, we have to probably see if we can get you back on again once you get the uh, audio. You said the audio version uh, of your book. Yep. Maybe we can get you back here on the show again. And uh, uh, I just say, finish our conversation. We might have some other questions that we would like to ask you at that time. Sounds good. Okay, okay. Well, great. Well, thank you again for being here, and thank you, everyone, for tuning into the Lionel Shipman Shape Your Finances show. You can catch my show every Tuesday night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you have not touched bases with me on social media, you can catch me on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. But you can also touch base with me on my website at shipmanconsulting.com. I would encourage you uh, to go to my website for a number of reasons, but for sure, click the radio show page, the Shape Your Finances show, and you can see a gallery of all the past guests that I've had here on the show. And, of course, you would definitely see uh, William Hung's picture, and you're able to catch this whole segment uh, at your leisure. And also, don't forget my new book called Money Responsibly. You can get it on Amazon, or you can request an autographed copy on my website. Well, thanks again, William, and I really appreciate you being here, and take care of yourself and be safe. You too. Okay, thank you. Now, for everybody else, I want you to remember these words regarding your money and your life. Give cheerfully, spend carefully, and invest wisely. We will talk with you next week. Take care, everyone. Wash those hands and be safe.